Welcome to the Raising the Vibration podcast, where I, your host, Mike Toner, go behind the scenes with many of our favorite DJs to bring you an insight into their lives, their passions, and the challenges they face outside of music world. In this episode, I sit down with techno queen and meditation expert, Anna. We discuss Anna's first year of meditation and the stumbling blocks to getting started. Everything was a reason for me not to do the meditation. Today I have work, today I have to go out with friends, I have people in my house so I cannot do it. I was not very disciplined. The unbelievable power of breath work. You can clean your body, clean your blood, you oxygenate your brain, you get more smart, you get calmer, you reset your nervous system. The healing power of meditation. The avoidance of pain causes you so much suffering. And when you embrace it and, and go into the pain, you heal. What happens at a Vipassana silent meditation retreat? So you're meditating 10 hours a day and you are raising your vibration because meditation, meditation brings a lot of energy into your body and raises your vibration. And how meditation helps Anna with her creative process in music. Uh, I like to create when I am with a very quiet mind because I feel that I can create from a deeper place. I can be in a state of flow. Okay, I'd like to start by acknowledging that we are broadcasting this podcast from the lands of the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of this land. I would like to also pay my respect to the elders both past and present of the Kulin Nation and extend that respect to other indigenous Australians listening in today. My next guest is one of Brazil's finest exports. Her first gig was at the age of 14 when she played in a club for almost seven hours straight. Fast forward to 2021 and she is one of the most distinguished techno DJs on the planet. But what most people don't know is that she is also a ninja level meditator. We have had some incredible conversations hanging out in Australia and she inspired me to do a couple of major things in my life, like my recent Vipassana meditation retreat, as well as a brain enhancement course in Canada called BioCybernaut, both of which we will get into later. But more than anything, she is an amazing human, a friend, and someone I, who I know really loves Australia, and someone I'm delighted to have on the podcast. So, Anna Miranda, how the hell are you? I'm great. <laughs> Chilling in Barcelona good. today. Yeah, cool. How's it all going in Barcelona? Is it good over there? Yes, amazing. I love here. It just yeah, got yeah. super warm, but yeah, fantastic. Awesome. And are you guys doing any gigs, any shows? How's thing in music land over there? Mm, no, not yet. I have a show. My first show back in the business in is July uh, end of July. But I know some things are happening here, some tests. But I'm not quite, yeah. uh, I, know, I don't know much, but things yeah. are maybe starting Getting to better. go back to normal, yes. Good, good. I saw recently that Barcelona had a huge like open air uh, gig with like no social distancing and no masks, I think, to trial one of these COVID tests. So hopefully you guys get back open soon. Yes, hopefully. Cool. And how's your last year been, Anna? How have you been coping with everything? For me, uh, I had so many changes in my life um, this last year and something, a year and a half. But um, 
it was a blessing to me actually. It was very difficult, but I embraced the changes and a lot of things came out of this. So a lot of good things, a lot of um, new projects, but it was difficult, but I embraced, so I made a good thing out of it. Yeah, awesome. That's good to know. And um, yeah, well, look, Anna, I think we'll start by, obviously, you and I have had some amazing conversations about everything from brain enhancement to meditation. And you're someone that's been a huge role model for me in this world. And we've had, we talk a lot about spirituality. Yeah. Um, how did it all start for you? What, at, what, what age were you when you started meditating? Or how did you fall into this field and end up becoming so spiritual, I guess? Okay, so I'm going to try to do a short version. So we're going to spend the whole <laughs> podcast talking about my journey. <laughs> but uh, since I was a girl, I was always interested to know how things happen energetically and not physical. So I want to know everything energetically. So I, I was always very connected with energy. I wanted to, mm -hmm. you know, to connect with energy. I knew that the most important thing I had, I had to do here on earth is to connect with God, with universe, you know, to have that channel very strongly in my life. But, you know, life happens and we don't, we, I, I never put much effort into it. My first contact with meditation was because my ex-partner, uh, my big friend and brother, Weba, you know, you guys know him. Of course, uh, of course. He had like some uh, healthy problems. He had panic attacks. So, uh, and he was taking medication. And then he, he heard about transcendental meditation and he went to do a course. And of course, I was very curious about it. I went and did a course too. And I started to practice uh, transcendental meditation. But I was not very disciplined, you know, I skipped a lot. Everything was a reason for me not to do the meditation. Today I have work, today I have to go out with friends. I have people in my house, so I cannot do it. I was not very disciplined. And then uh, after some years, I started, I was more into the spiritual practice. I started to study the lessons of Yogananda. They send you. Uh, lessons, one new lesson each week. I studied for... What, what is Yogananda? Yogananda is a guru, a very famous Indian guru. He, he's, I love him very much. He contributed a lot for spirituality in the West. He's from yeah. India. He's very known by everybody. Just <laughs> and I studied three, four years and I've learned Kriya Yoga. That is another kind of meditation, very powerful. And then, but I was also very not disciplined. I was meditating 40, 50 minutes a day. I was meditating more frequently, but also not so disciplined. Yeah. And then in 2017, I went to do, a, I went to BioCybernaut that Mike's, Mike also did. And there was that I had my, I think my turning point was 2017. So I went to that place. Uh, they teach you how to navigate the states of your brain. The training I did there was the alpha training. And something happened. We are going to talk more about this later, but something happened there with me. Cool. It's, it also, it's not about the place, but I had a huge, uh, very powerful experience there. And I dare to say that what I had in that place was an awakening, was an activation of Kundalini. Uh, 
because I yeah. went to that place uh, because I wanted to be more smart, smarter. I wanted to make better music, be more successful. And I left there totally uh, with a huge devotion to spirit. So if spirit wants me to stop playing or leave in the streets, but if no, I'm going to do it. So it was a huge devotion. I have a huge healing there. And then my life changed completely. You know, my principles, my, my aspirations, what I wanted in life changed in one week. Because of the yeah. Kundalini awakening, I couldn't sleep for one month. I was sleeping very little. I couldn't eat. I was eating very little and very clean. I was studying a lot, all of the spiritual teachings I could find, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, this and now it's been growing each day that goes on. It, it, it gets stronger and stronger and I'm in this path. You know, it's part of my, it's my life. Amazing, amazing. And Anna, um, tell the listeners a little bit about BioCybernaut because that's something that you talked so much to me about when on one of your first tours and then I ended up going to do this BioCybernaut <laughs> course in Canada because I was so intrigued by what was going on and how they change your brainwaves. Tell, t- tell our listeners what happens here. I left BioCybernaut so in love with my brain. And, there, and yeah. then there was also, a, I, I started to study about brains because for... For you to achieve high states of consciousness, you have to have a feeder brain, you know, a brain that can handle it. Otherwise, you can. Yeah. But then what, what happens in BioCybernaut is they teach you there is different kinds of trainings there. So there is the alpha training, there is the theta training, and there is also the delta training, but you have to be invited to do the theta, the theta training. And the, for you guys to understand a bit about the brainwave states, we have different brainwave states and the most common are the beta that is our daily life we are in beta and and then there is the alpha uh, state and then there is the theta state theta state but then in theta it's very difficult to remain awake like very advanced meditators can remain awake during theta but it's very difficult and there is the delta that is, you are sleeping. There's very slow brain waves. You are normally sleeping, but there are people that can remain awake. But this is yeah. <laughs> super high state. And there, there, there is the gamma that is even faster than beta, but this is a totally another state of consciousness. That is what we wanna. That is where we wanna be in gamma. But we are, yeah. we are, we are going there. So there, they <laughs> teach you how to navigate these brain wave states. And what a, a precious thing that I learned there is how to understand how my body feels when I'm in, in alpha. So I know that I'm in alpha. I had this feedback. And the way they do it there is through... So I wait, first time I wait for the alpha training, okay? So the way they discovered is that to achieve this burst of alpha, to create alpha, is through forgiveness. The most effective way is through forgiveness. After many trials and many, many experimentation with people, they discovered that. So what they do there, they make you, we, we stay at the center for seven days, 14 hours a week, a day. Yeah. And they, they ask you to remember any very small or big thing that people did to you, that upset you, that you feel some resentment or, you know, that people wronged you. Yeah. And then you start to write everything and then you go to a chamber with electrodes in your head and then you start to go through the list and forgiving everybody forgiving everybody they also tell you to do some tests and you see if your meditation 
makes you do alpha waves and then you have because you have the feedback of the electrodes in your head and then you go through the list of forgiveness so you forgive everything and the process that they teach you there how to forgive is very effective so you know you you, you feel the alpha waves growing and growing it, it is like it pumps here right it comes here from here the heart to the yeah. brain the heart to the brain and yeah, this is what they teach there, to recognize and to have bursts of alpha. Because when you are in alpha state, you are in a flow state, in a peak state. And you know, when you're athletes, the, the musicians are at their best, they are composing or playing in alpha state of brain, yeah. in alpha state of brain. So explain a little bit to Mike. <laughs> well, yeah, like with alpha, it's like when... Yeah, you said like athletes, musicians, maybe scientists when they're trying to find a cure for something, yeah. writers when they have this, uh, just they're only focused on this one thing and they get this incredible burst of creativity. Yeah. This is this is the, the, the best state to be in for, I guess, productivity, no matter what you do, really. Because you are and awake. Theta is also yeah. theta is also very good to get information, but you are very sleepy in theta. You can all like, yeah. play in theta. So yeah, yeah. but Mike, Mike also did. So tell, tell us a, a little bit about. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. From my experience, it was um, to be able to go and I guess uh, see on paper. I, I, I'm quite data driven and. It was able for me to be able to see once they connect these electrodes to your head every day, the the live neurofeedback of when you are forgiving people mm -hmm. and how this increases the alpha in yes. your brain. It's so hard to get your head around at the start, yeah. but it really, really works. And I remember Anna when I left there, I, I spoke to you on video chat and you said to me, Mike, you are glowing and you got the alpha <laughs> glow, which is something that really happens when you increase the amount of alpha waves in your brain. But um, yeah, it's, it's, for me, it's a very fascinating thing that forgiveness is a way to yeah. increase the productivity of your brain. And I think it's something that exactly. if more people, if more people would, would forgive other people, maybe they, yes. their brain state would be better. Yes. Because also, uh, because the, when you forgive, you're letting go of very heavy energies that are when you hold into that to that anger, to that resentment. This Absolutely. kind of energy it, it blocks you. It, it, yeah. it keeps you from being at your best. So when you're forgiving yeah. someone, you're actually helping yourself. And what 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 I've, the things I've tested there is forgiveness. It was very effective. And also, I imagine I remembered when I helped someone. And when I helped yeah. someone off, so my, I remember the feeling of me helping someone off, the, the feeling of the, the people, the look in their eyes of when they were being helped. And also my alpha went super high. So remember, when you help someone, it's actually an opportunity that they are giving you an opportunity to help yourself. You know, you have to thank this person that you've been giving this opportunity to help. So, yeah. but let me say something here is important because we are talking a lot about biosabernaut, but it's not a biosabernaut. I would actually not recommend to everybody. I don't talk yeah. about this to everybody because it is an expensive training and it's not about the biosabernaut. It is about you being more aware how your brain works to know to navigate your brain and know you have different states of brain waves because most people don't know that. You know, you don't know how your brain works when you are at your best. 
You know how your yeah. brain works when you are sleeping. And you don't have to go to BioCybernaut to do this. There are a lot of uh, cheaper devices. There is meditation you can do that you, you're going to be more empowered and know more about your brain. So it's not about BioCybernaut, guys. But this is yeah. our story. This is something me and Mike, we share, we have in common. Absolutely. So it's, like, it's nice to talk about because brain is everything. Uh, I think, Anna, when you and I first started talking about this, it was just you had just done BioCybernaut maybe in 2017. Yes. And then the, the next year after that, you told me about this device that you were using to meditate called the Muse headband. And then I asked you about this. And for, for me now, Muse is something that I, I bought after your recommendation or actually my ex-girlfriend Liz got me after your recommendation uh -huh. and it was something it was one of the best presents i ever got because i used it every day for two years and it really really helped me establish a regular meditation practice and it also i think everybody when they start meditating they always have the question am i doing this right yes so anna i'll let you explain what exactly muse is and what it does and the thing is, when you have feedback, instant feedback of something you're doing, you do it better much faster than for triers and errors and practice, you know. When you have instant yeah. feedback, it's like, okay, yeah. I'm doing this wrong, let me correct. Otherwise, you would take much more time to know you're doing wrong or, or if something's not working. So the Muse is, in a, is a headband EEG that works pretty similar to BioCyber now. They have electrodes that that capture your brain waves. So when you are meditating, they translate your brain waves into sounds. So you know if, you're, if you are focused, if you are concentrated in the meditation, or if you're thinking, you're thinking a lot and you're not going deep, you're, you're keeping beta. So the way they do, there, there are different kinds of landscapes, but the one I use the most is the rainforest. So when you are in a deep state, they don't tell you are in theta or are you in delta. They just give you sounds. So it's, it's, it's much better. So when you are in a deep state, when the, your meditation is work, let's say like this, uh, you listen to a lot of birds. But when you are distracted, you're not focused. Uh, you, you, list, you start to listen a lot of rain, storm, very you know chaotic. So yeah. you know where you are. And you go, and if you get it happens that you are distracted and thinking a lot with, with the feedback that the music gives you, you go back to the, the focus state. So it is yeah. very good. And they have, if, you're, if you are new to this, to, to meditation, they have guided meditation, they have breath work, they have heart meditation, and now they have a sleeping meditation guide. So yeah. it is, is, it is, is something that if you want to invest in something, it's like about $300, the new module. It's not cheap, yeah. but it's something very valuable that's going to train your mind. It's going to make you understand more about your brain, how it works, you know. So I, I would recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> like we are doing an advertise for Muse, <laughs> but they deserve, no. they deserve because it's, it's, very, it's very good technology. You know, just very good technology. I, I agree. I agree. And I think... You and I both know, I mean, the, the science on meditation is that if you meditate for 15 minutes a day, you will constantly be 20% less stressed all the time. And the muse has been a way for me to just make sure that I meditate regularly and daily. And 
it's like as well, Anna, because it's because you've got these sounds, and just so the listeners know, it works via Bluetooth. It's connected to your yeah. phone. So you put your phone in front of you and you put your phone on airplane mode so that you don't get disturbed and then you activate an app on your phone and while you're meditating these sounds come out as Anna said and if you start thinking about stuff you get the sound of really heavy rain and if you are in a deep level of meditation you get this beautiful sound of these birds so it really helps you um, know when you're meditating right and when you're not doing it right it's like someone, I always say, it's like someone gently tapping you on the shoulder saying, hey, bring your attention back here. Yes. Um, and it's, it, it's been, a, it's been a, an absolute game changer for me with, um, with meditation. Yes. And you know that I, I discovered about breath work with Muse, my first experience with breath. Oh, really? But we're going to talk right. more about this later, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Anna, so do you use Muse now in your daily meditation practice? I don't use every day. I prefer to meditate without the Muse. But then yeah. I use I, I use sometimes a week actually, but I, I really like yeah. it not to have the feedback. But I prefer yeah. because I meditate for a long hour. I meditate for one hour and a half, two hours. Every day? Yeah. So I prefer to, to have my time alone without noises. Yeah. <laughs> do do you do you meditate first thing in the morning or at night or when do you normally I meditate first thing in the morning and at night? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, good. And you mentioned, Anna, that you do some breath work. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Uh, you, you, you want me to talk the, the techniques I practice? I'd love uh, to hear about uh, how you could start it with I'm breath work. Gonna, I'm just going to tell you quickly uh, how I discovered about breath work because I was in Canada and I had just bought my, no, my Muse. Yeah, I think it was... I just bought the Muse, I don't remember, or if I had for some months already, but then I tried the breathe meditation. And then it was very simple technique. You, you inhale in four counts, counts, I say, in four, in four yeah. times, and then you exhale in six. So I did 20 minutes of this, because they guide you. They know, okay, yeah. they give, you don't have to do anything, just breathe. And then after I finished, I said, oh my God, I can feel like this with my breath. How is yeah. and nobody knows about it. Nobody <laughs> knows about it. How you can feel like this with just breathing in a different yeah, space. Yeah. And nobody knows about this. I was, oh my God. And then I of course I started to start a lot of different kinds of uh, breath work. And is is one of the most powerful things. And breath work is something because sometimes people uh, they link meditation with spirituality which is not you know meditation is something yeah. that is ours it doesn't belong to any spiritual teacher religion you know, any or, religion yeah. any religion anything it is something so natural yeah. as sleep but i don't know people sometimes link or think it's very difficult but the breath work is it's very physical so there is nothing yeah. linked to it no guru no religion anything so people sometimes has less um, how I say resistance to it, you know. Yeah. And breath yeah. work is something that you can release, and you you can run a lot of energy into your body. You you are breathing more prana, more air, and more prana also, and you can uh, get rid of the stuck emotions that get get stuck in your in your cells. You can clean your body, clean your blood 
with, with breath work. Yeah. So it's so it's I, I breath work and meditation. Breath work is is, is gold. So please guys, yeah. start to, to, to do some kind of breath work. It oxygenates your brain, you get more smart, you get calmer, it, it resets your nervous system is is huge. But then I start to 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 look more to, to see about breath work. And the ones I've tried is the very famous one from Wing Hof. <laughs> so I was gonna so I was gonna good. ask you, one of our yeah, listeners asked me to ask you about Wim Hof. Wing Hof and I tried Sudarshan Kriya and I practice all of them, right? Okay, I'm feeling today I'm gonna practice Wing Hof and then I'm gonna practice Sudarshan Kriya. Sudarshan Kriya I practice and there is different kinds of pranayamas that I've learned in, in my studies. I also uh, practice breath of fire that when I, I was doing shamanic studies, I've trained, I've trained for six months with, the, with Alberto Villodo. He has an um, energy school and I've learned also the breath of fire. So I do all of them and really, yeah. and I know and there is one more. And I've, I've been in many sessions of holotropic breath work that this is, is, you know, you spend a, a, some hours there and you go into the same states and it's, you go with ayahuasca. Really, the, I, yeah. I, I've had ayahuasca. I don't, don't drink always, but I had some ceremonies. And the, the things I saw happening in, during a session of holotropic breath work didn't happen in ayahuasca. So it is. It is very really? wild. Yes. It's, well, well, Anna, what is what is holotropic breathwork? Can you describe it for me? Uh, yes. Who invented? Who brought the technique? You know the, the not the technique, but the, 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 it's like a ceremony. You know the the, yeah. the the process. Let's call it process. I forgot yeah. his name. You said, I forgot his name. I'm gonna put in the comments. Yeah. I think he's from Czech Republic. He's very very famous spiritual guy, psychologist also. And what do you do? You do you just breathe in a in a faster pace. You just keep breathing like this. You you can you can breathe with your mouth or with your nose, but you have to breathe very fast faster than normal, you know? And then things yeah. start to happen. People start to scream, to cry, because a lot of prana is going through your body, a lot of air. So a lot of energy is being moved during during a yeah. session. So things start to happen. But I've tried this same kind of breath work during, during another, another, one of my retreats, and it didn't happen the same. But it has... It has it, it happens doing an allotropic breath work. And Mike is yeah, so right. wild. You know, the guy starts to, to beat. Uh, it's very easy. But, the, but the, the main thing is to start to breathe faster without, without a pause between the breaths for 20 minutes. And then start, things start to happen. Does this like change your vibration? Does it? I don't know if it changes the vibration. There is the energy field of the... Always there is a lot of people that gather together yeah. for healing, you know, with the intention of heal, with a, yeah, the, intention, yeah. the, the intention of surrender. You have a very strong energetic field around, you know, around the place that yeah, this thing right. is happening. But then there is, when you breathe a lot, if you, if you go there after our podcast, if you, if you lay down and start to breathe faster without pause between the inhalation and 
you you're gonna experience a lot of energy a lot of energy in your body and things can happen you know you, you can start to cry to because emotions are being released traumas are being released yeah. from from your from your body so this is what happens you know i have my friend was with me after 15 minutes breathing she was like her body paralyzed she was like this <laughs> and she was my crying God. a lot she was screaming a lot and she was seeing angels and remembering things about her father. So it is this kind of intense. That's crazy. Breathe is a, so it's such a powerful tool. And also when I do yeah. Sudarshan Kriya, uh, I see lights. You know, I see lights. I feel so much energy in my body. It's being a, I, like I'm being electric, electric. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. It is very powerful, very powerful. So guys, go. So this, yeah. So Anna, I was going to ask. So, do you, you you do some breath work every day? Yes, I do. I do before meditation I, usually because I feel that after the breath work, my mind is much. It's like I already go deeper into meditation because yeah. all of that the excessive thinking, the 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 restlessness goes away with breath work. With ten minutes of yeah. breath work, it goes away. There are some times that I, I'm I, so into worrying. I'm so worried, and then you know when you write you ride that wave of Rory and you cannot yeah. get out of it. You just go yeah. and you sit and you do 10 minutes of breath work. It's like someone give you a bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, Anna, when I started um, a couple of times, again, you told me about this. I started meditating after doing Vim Hof. Mm -hmm. My muse scores went so high. Yeah. Like, it was like, I, it was like I had a completely new level of meditation once I... Once I, uh, yeah, once I started doing some breath work before the meditation. Yeah, because what happens in meditation uh, with me, you know, I've been meditating yeah. for many years. But what happens with me is that I meditate for one hour, one hour and a half during morning. And then I yeah. take 20 minutes to calm my mind after because, you no know, the thoughts come and then they crazy thoughts, you know. Of course. These are, it's so weird. Like, where do these thoughts come from? And crazy thoughts. <laughs> and, and my mind starts to get quieter, to get more concentrated after 20 minutes. It's, it's insane. Yeah. And then, okay, now I go deep. So I have... Yeah. But for people who meditate 15 minutes, 20 minutes, it's difficult, you know, to... to they, they're just going to think and think and the thoughts are going to go in the head. But with the breath work, it's like it takes all of your thoughts out. It quiets your mind. And then you can start to meditate in a deeper state already. You don't have to go through that period. But this happens with me. Huh? There are some people that just start meditating. It happens to me also. They start to meditate. And after three minutes, I'm already deep. But sometimes, most of yeah. the times, it takes me 15 minutes, 20 minutes to really center. So the breath yeah. work is like a faster... Yeah, amazing. Like amazing. a shortcut so, to deep. Yeah. Deepness. Yeah, well, it, it, it enhances your meditation practice. Enhances, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, 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 just so most days you do an hour and a half to two hours, you start with breath work and then you do meditation after that. Is that right? It's because it's, it's I. I've studied different kinds of stuff, but uh, and the way I find better to myself is I mix the practices uh, yeah. to what I'm feeling today I'm going to do. And I, I go through different processes also in my life. So right now I'm doing yeah. some processes that I have to, um, to change certain mantras. So I'm doing a lot of Japa meditation 
And these processes take one hour, one hour and a half in the morning, usually, and half an hour in, during the night. So usually when I do, I'm not doing anything special, I do a lot of anapana that it is, uh, you just have to pay attention to your breath. And this for me is one of the most effective techniques to go deep. Yeah. You're paying, you pay attention to your breath. You don't have to do anything complicated. So you just feel your breath here uh, in your, how do I say this in English? The, the sensation <laughs> on, the, on the top of your lip. The top of your lip. Uh, and yeah. then you go deep with it. So I do a lot of anapana. I do vipassana sometimes, but most of the times I stay in the anapana. And I like to meditate yeah. a lot with mantras. So yeah. I do this a lot. So right now, where I am right now, I wake up and I meditate for one hour, one hour and a half doing japa meditation. That it is re repetition of certain mantras for a specific purpose that I am going through. And then at night too. But after the, the japa meditation of chanting the mantras in my mind, I don't chant with my voice. Uh, I usually stay in silence uh, for 10, 15 minutes. And just, just to let you guys know, because just to stay in silence is very powerful already. You don't have to yeah. pay attention to anything. You just sit quiet for 15 minutes in silence, just, just uh, listening to your thoughts. You don't have to stop your thoughts. Just watch your thoughts. And this is going to do wonders for you already. Yeah. And Anna, you mentioned, um, one of the things you mentioned there recently was Vipassana. And again, this is something that you told me about a few years ago. And also I, I had a, I've got a very close friend who, who his life was on a real downhill spiral and he went and did Vipassana and it completely changed his life. And he has been back now, I think six times and he goes back to serve a lot and it's, it's been a hugely positive effect on his life. But, um, I'll let you explain <laughs> what is Vipassana and what does the course entail and, uh, what did you get from it? Well, Vipassana is, there is happening in the whole world. It's a free, uh, it's a 10 days silent retreat. You go there for free. Uh, there are people, it's, it's, it's totally, you can give some donation, but you, you're not, uh, you don't have obliged. to do it. You're not obliged. And you go, it's a 10 day silence retreat where you learn uh, a specific kind of meditation technique uh, given uh, by Goenka. And he, is the, he says it's the Vipassana, is the Buddha meditation, is the real pure teaching, you know, the meditation that Buddha taught, Goenka says. And Goenka already died, but he gives the courses through videos. Is he? Yeah. So he's the teacher. <laughs> And, well, you stay there, you meditate for 10 hours a day, you wake up, you meditate, and then you have some food, and then you go back and meditate. You meditate for 10 hours a day, and in the end of the day, you have like a Dharma talk. Uh, it's Goenka giving some spiritual teachings, spiritual talks, and it was one of the most amazing things I did. And what I, exper I experienced a lot of healing in there. You know, real healing. I remember uh, in, on the seventh day, I was I was in a theta state, and I know it is a theta state of of, of brain because uh, I've learned in various other notes. I was like sleeping, but not sleep sleeping. And then yeah. I remember the situation in my life that it was very traumatic that I, I totally forgot, and it came to my mind, and I 
felt, and I felt such a huge energy in my body, like someone was uh, in my body. And then it was like someone took this out of me. And, and then I start, I felt such a relief, I remember. And I was, yeah. I was smiling, this dream sleep. Huh? And yeah, yeah and I, I was, but I was not awake. I was like in this between state. So it happens a lot of healing. I understand a lot about suffering uh, in Vipassana. How the suffer, how the suffer can stretch our mind. It's not that we want suffering, you know. But yeah. when you encounter some difficult situation in your life, it's better you not avoid it and go through it and look into it instead of avoid, because the avoidance of pain causes you so much suffer. And when you yeah. embrace it and, and go into the pain, you heal. You absolutely heal. And I under, I never understood. You know, I, I had a book. Why guy? Why God allows suffering? Because I said, why do we have to suffer? Why do we have to suffer? I had this thing, and vipassana, I understood it perfectly within yeah. my body and how it works. So there, there is the shift in your mind uh, that you stop. Not you stop. You understand a little bit more. At least I did. Uh, that the the aversion of pain and the seeking of pleasure, how this can make you to suffer. How this can make your mind be limited you know so i understood yeah. there understood it was it's, and it's for free and i couldn't recommend yeah. i think it's the things that i recommend the most is a vipassana retreat 10 day silent retreat and i loved it i, I want to go back yeah. every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, one thing i'll i'll let the listeners know is i mean it's not just a silent retreat you can't read you can't listen to music yeah, there's no anything. you can't you, you can't look at anyone in the eye there's no yes. i mean males and females don't mix there's no sex there's no uh exercise i, I mean one guy even told me on on the first day i had like a foam roller and mm -hmm. i was like doing a little stretch from my back and he said hey mike no stretching like you know you gotta just so for me what it did was it brought up a lot of emotions that I did not even realize that were there. Mm -hmm. And because you are not allowed to have any distraction, exactly. it forces you to internally process these emotions yourself. And like you said, Anna, just you, it, it forces you to, to push into the suffering. Mm -hmm. And this is this is an incredibly healing process. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I, I found it um I found it very, very difficult in certain times because I think I'm so used being happy all the time and yeah. I'm genuinely I'm so grateful for the amazing life that I have and I'm, I always wake up every day happy and but it, it there were some days when I was like very very emotional and I wasn't used feeling like this but I also understood this was part of the process and they said you know it's really important that you stick to all 10 days that you make it through to the end and at the end then I could see why you you had to do 10 days because it, it all it was like it all came together at the end you know I, I just felt I, I, first of all I felt my meditation was like on such a deeper level than I ever experienced mm -hmm. before because I was able to um, go into the meditation hall and just cross my legs and sit on the floor and close my eyes and for two hours not move a single muscle in my body and just be completely still but also uh, I think to realize that maybe maybe sometimes we're not all as happy as we think maybe we just always distract ourselves exactly um and 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 for me to push in and feel this they say like you have to feel it to heal it and for me this uh vipassana was a great way to 
just take a look inside and see if there's anything that I hadn't resolved or hadn't dealt with and bring it to the surface and, and try and heal. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Uh, what I, I, I left Vipassana feeling so much love, so much love. Yeah. And what happens there also is when you gather a lot of people, you know, together wanting to heal, there is this strong energetic field. And there is also the energetic field of Goenka there and the teachers that are in there too. And you, there is not these distractions. There are good distractions, you know, reading a good book, writing, everything. Is, it, it is good, but it, it is kind of a distraction because you cannot go deep into yourself. And there you, you have this. So you're meditating 10 hours a day and you are raising our vibration because meditation, meditation brings a lot of energy into our body and raise your vibration. So everything that is in there, you know, hiding in there, that, that heavy energies, heavy emotions start to come to the surface for, for, to heal. And this is what happens. And then you get in touch with emotions that you didn't even know you had, with situations, with, with, with past memories that are in your body, keeping you in low energy. They start to come to the surface, surface because there is so much uh, high energy in the place. So you, yeah. have, you have to heal, you, you get in contact with this. And also the Vipassana technique, they, the, the, the main technique, you know, you have to put attention in your body. You know, in small pieces of your body, you have to bring all your attention, your concentration into your, your body. So you get a much more uh, a, a mind after the 10 days able to focus because concentration is everything. Concentration power yeah. is everything in life. If you're doing yeah. 100, something 100% concentrated, you are so much more effective. You are a king, you know. <laughs> if yeah, you can do absolutely. this, you're a queen and you're a king. So <laughs> after 10 days, you get such a uh, concentration power. You, you know much more about your body because, guys, you cannot imagine the sensations you can feel within your body. We are so disconnected with everything. We are so disconnected from our body, from nature. And in these 10 days, you have to put all attention in your body. And these sensations, where Mike, there is something they call free flow. It's like oh. a rush of energy that comes from the, from the feet to the head. It's like it's very, it's, yeah. it's, it's cold. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's pure bliss. And, yeah. and this is what they teach. You cannot... Um, want this too much you just have have to let this happen because if you crave for this sensation because you experiment the sensations during, during vipassana because you're 10 days concentrated in your body concentrating in your body putting the energy in your body so you start to feel sensations that you you never imagined possible so it is such a bliss such a pleasure uh, pleasurable yeah. sensation yeah and there is also pain because you're 10 hours meditating. So you, there you experience perfectly what it is uh, not to crave these this pleasurable sensations, these this feelings of bliss, and not to avoid pain. And when you bring this to your daily life, you know, when you have some situation that bothers you, uh, you start to... to your mind doesn't doesn't avoid this anymore. You go there and you look into it, and you also don't crave for things just to you know. I want to be successful. I want to this. I want this house. I want the, just the, the pleasurable sensations. You learn how to bring the the teachings you got during vipassana to your daily life. I I've learned at least for me it was very very valuable because this is yeah. actually why we suffer. 
because we don't want yeah. to suffer in life we don't want anything uh, unpleasant to happen in our life and we want yeah. all the good things all the pleasure to come to us and this is why we suffer because life cannot happen a hundred percent the way you want yeah. you know life happens yeah <laughs> yeah totally totally yeah i mean uh, for me it was uh, something you said there anna um i mean uh, even during vipassana i was a little bit i remember on day six experiencing like all week you're trying to experience these sensations on your body and by day six i was really getting starting to get into it and you know the first few days you're trying to experience you're doing like a body scan and trying to experience these sens the sensations on each part of your body i remember day six the sensations were so powerful it was like <laughs> someone had a hair dryer on each part of my skin yeah. i could feel it so strong but then day seven and day eight was not like that and i was craving this to get back there Is but then something? i had to keep I had to keep telling myself, you need, you know, you need to not crave this. This is exactly what you're not supposed to do right now. But then days, days nine and 10 were incredible. I just, I just let it flow. And if I felt, you know, the sensations. But the thing is, uh, this is a, a pattern of the mind. So when you go there and you do this, it's not that you want, you under, you just understand. Your mind changes its pattern. Because for me, yeah. I'm going to just uh, tell a quick story. I, uh, on the day four, I was having so much pain in my, in my back because I cannot uh, be like, uh, how do I say, straight for much time. It starts to hurt my pain if I'm sitting without anything to, to put my back. Lean against. Yeah. And then uh, I was, I, I went to sleep desperate. I said, oh my God, I won't be able to do this. How can I do this with just so much pain? And then at night, the other night, Goenka uh, was explaining these things of the pain and how if you don't move, if you don't move, because we have, we need to not move anything for one hour in one of the meditations. Even if you are with pain, we have to, to endure it. And then... The, 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 they, called it the, the, they called it the setting of strong determination. Yes, and they teach you. Uh, why Goenka explains you why and it's crazy what happens there because every time Goenka's talk is like he's talking to you so this is a process it's nothing special everybody every one of us goes through the same you know pretty much the same so it's yeah. a process that everybody's gonna experience but and then I understood with my mind how the pain that I was feeling that how the importance of not avoid and try to to be with it could change my mind, but change my mind, like the pattern of my mind, do some new connections. And then in the other day, I was after 20 minutes, I was feeling huge pain that I couldn't stand. And then the other day, after I understood it, what, what it could it could do, I could sit for two hours with no moving in very little pain. So much of the pain I was having before was mental. It was I. It was me avoiding the pain. You know, thinking about the pain I was gonna feel during the rest of the days. So this is yeah. what we do in our daily life. We worry about things that are not there. We create pain, unnecessary pain. So I, I was experiencing unnecessary pain because the day after I was being straight for two hours with very little pain. So what explains that? I didn't train for this. You know, it, yeah. it was a change yeah. of the mind, change of the pattern. So it's yeah. very, very healing. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a gift. It, and it's free. It's, it's, su it's such a gift, yeah. What else? Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, Anna, 
how do you manage your meditation practice when you're on the road traveling so much? There is time when we are on the road. We have time in the hotels. You know that's what I was saying. That's 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 what I was telling in the beginning. You know when you want to find excuses to not do a thing, you you won't do. And yeah. when you you want to do a thing, you're gonna do no matter what. You know. Of course, I'm busy on the road, especially during during summer. You know that is. But there is always some time in the hotel, and I don't need to meditate for one hour, an hour and a half. I can just sit for 20 minutes and that's it. I, yeah. I always meditate. I always find time to meditate because it is a priority. I make it a priority because I know uh, what makes you know, the transformations yeah. in my life. So you never have a day where you don't meditate? I have sometimes. I, sometimes yeah. I skip. Don't, sometimes It cannot don't, be don't, a... Don't. The discipline is important, but it also cannot yeah. be something that you go there every time as an obligation and you know you don't want to do this you hate to do this so it's better you not do yeah. it because yeah but yeah there is sometimes i don't do it but most of the times I, I do it does it affect you if you don't do it no it doesn't affect me yeah yeah i, th I think it's just you do it like probably 99 percent of the time so mm -hmm. it's only a very special circumstance when you don't yes yes very special yeah awesome and because i, I look Good. i look forward now to to meditate there was a time yeah. there was like I had to be disciplined, but I look forward to. I go there and I yeah. have and I pray also. I'm very you know I connected with the heart with love and I pray yeah. for. So I have my time. I have a room in my house just for meditation. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Do you feel meditation helps you with your creative process for music? Uh, yes, meditation helps with everything, and of course, it's gonna be in your. You know, personal life, you know, career. Yeah. The way meditation happens. Uh, okay, so let me try to explain here in English. Uh, I like to create when I am with a very quiet mind because I feel that yeah. I can create from a deeper place. I can be in a state of flow. Uh, yeah. So that's why I like to be with clear emotions, happy, and just with much less mind. Uh, yeah. Because I think then I do deeper stuff, you know, I feel the, the, the flow going through me and without expecting anything in return, you know, I can't yeah. go to that. It's just the creativity happening through me, through music. So I like to yeah. be in that flow. So for this, I need to be with less mind and meditation helps me to have a quieter yeah. mind, to be more open, to feel more inspired, more creative to paying attention to, you know, to the beauty around the world because I don't have a mind that's oh talking all the time. But you can create from different levels. You can create good things with a hundred percent in your mind. But it's yeah. gonna be like this. Oh my God, I have to do this. I'm gonna put this narrow here because it works. Uh, I need to do this baseline, this baseline because I know the the crowd's gonna like. Uh, so this formula works. So it is a very creating in the level of mind. But then when you are there, just letting it happen, creating for the sake of creation, for creativity, something much more special can happen. So I like to go to that place to create. And meditation helps me, of course, to be more in touch with everything. Because yeah. also because meditation um, puts me in a place 
that I am I am already fulfilled. It puts me in, a, in touch with yeah. myself, you know, with my higher self, with my true self. That is the 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 source of all creativity and all love. So most of the times I am feeling already very happy and very fulfilled. So I don't need to yeah. create things to feel fulfilled. So I'm creating yeah. for the sake of creation. So uh, most, much more beautiful things can come instead of me creating because I want attention, because I want to make things happen, you know. You understand the difference? Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and Anna, you, you recently... Um, you created an album that you sent me recently that was completely different to anything else that I've ever heard you yes. create before. Tell tell me a little bit about that. It was actually it was stunning. It was so beautiful. Yeah, it's a new project. I still don't know if I'm gonna have a new name for it or I'm gonna keep it Zana. But I, it's still in construction. But the album is finished. It's actually my first album. This is crazy. And it is not techno. Really? It is not techno. It is my because I'm so surprised. I, I, yeah, it's your first album. It's my first album. I've, I've released released a lot of EPs and singles, but never an album. And this album came out during this whole thing, you know. And it is not. It is totally different. But this album is something that I I kind of did for me. Because I use yeah. this album, it's, it's called Intentions. And because uh, I use each of these tracks for different intentions, sometimes it works like a prayer to me. It is more ambient sounds uh, with mixture, uh, with mix of some sound healing techniques. Uh, I use flute, piano, uh, harp. It's totally different. It's more, it's a... Not more, yeah, I was going to say more spiritual music, but it's not because I think all music is spiritual. But yeah. you know, it's more chilled, it's a, an album for contemplation and not so much energetic how I used to do. And I really love are, to are, do are, No, you can't. Are you, uh, what, what, when's this album coming out or do you we, have any, we, have you found a label for it yet? We or? still don't know. We are working on it to, to see which label it fits best. But the, but the intention... Uh, it is it is music to connect, you know, to con yeah. to contemplate, to be grateful for life, you know. Because sometimes yeah. I use, uh, for example, receiving, you know, yeah. I use this music to when I'm sitting in meditation, just without asking anything, just to receive, you know, just to receive the the vibrations, whatever whatever has to come to my way to receive. Yeah. So yeah. I I use that track. So all of yeah. the tracks has one intention. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna develop more the explanation of it, but um, yes, it's a more ambient and sound healing techniques, yeah. music, sound healing music. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I was so surprised when I got this from you because I'm used here in like banging techno and yeah. stuff like this, but it, it was actually it was really good. It was really like yeah, it was it was super nice. I meditated like probably two or three times listening to this to see. It's music to go inward, you know, to go inward, yeah. to connect with yourself, to feel that beautiful emotions. I wanted to keep in the heart chakra. Uh, yeah. Because you can, you know, you can make music for different kinds of when you have like the I I've, I've been studying sound healing, also. Yeah. So I wanted to keep it more here, you know, bring more love, a space of love where people could could feel this love to hold space for love, for joy, for contemplation, gratefulness for life, because so beautiful, and yeah. that this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to with the album, and I made it for me, and I made it for others yeah. too. But it was mostly for Amazing. me, you know. 
Well, it's a gift for others because I think when you release this, there's a lot of people going to want to hear it. It's very, very cool. Cool. Anna, I'm going to start wrapping things up now. That's been absolutely awesome. But before I do, I always have one little segment of the podcast where it's called Secrets from the Other Half, where I find out something about you. So I want you to tell me what happens when Anna goes into cake mode. (laughs) Cake mode? Oh my god, no. Come on. I, because come on. I, I happen, I don't know why, but it happens that I cook very well. I don't know why, guys. It's weird. But yeah. I I am a good cooker. <laughs> and yeah. um there is I especially pastries. Yeah. <laughs> and I do very beautiful cakes. But yeah. I I when I'm I am cake mode is because I get obsessed. I yeah. when some of my friends, or if I I wanna do a cake for someone, I get absolutely obsessed. I start to watch all of the videos. I start to do courses into it, and then I start to buy oh. all of the like very professional tools to make cakes. So when someone asked me, I said, "Oh my God, I'm gonna have to be in cake mode because I cannot do just a simple cake. It has to be like a professional." 20 yeah. years of experience cake. So I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like this mode when I'm in this mode. Yeah. I prefer to be more This sounds like the opposite to chilled Anna meditation mode. It's like cake mode on, is on the other end of the scale. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, I, but it happens. And Sometimes people, can I ask you to do a cake? But they already know yeah. that I'm going to be in cake mode. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, tell me about your sudden outbursts of PPO. What? I know. You're so. <laughs> uh, I can't explain this. Who told you this? No, I'll that, give you one guess. No. You told me. Oh my god! No, it's just because I I feel sometimes very strong chills in my body. <laughs> and there was a soap opera in Brazil that it was a guy that he was a channeler. You know, he was he was a yeah. I don't know how to say in English. Yeah, he was a channeler. He he, was, uh, he embodies spirits. Yeah, I know. Spirits I, I, in his body. I know body. what you mean. Yeah. Spirits in his body. But it has been so many years already, this PPO story. But he used to say every time he was embodying something, he said, Pepeo. <laughs> and I feel so excuse my body very often. And then I do this weird sound. And I like, yeah. <laughs> looks at me and says, You're weird. You know? Yeah. This is not nice. You weird. It, 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 it was your lovely. It was your. It was your lovely manager, Leticia, give me this information. The PPO also. Uh, yeah, she yeah. also. Weba also yeah. because you know I always do this in front of his. He's like, this is actually not nice. <laughs> you weird. He doesn't oh, like. God, he, I mean. But I can't help. It. It's like. But I'm, yeah. I think I'm better now. I don't do this so much. Awesome. Awesome. Anna, thank you so much for your time today. It was so oh, much. Was so um, much I love I love talking to you and to Weba as well about um, meditation and all these spiritual conversations that we have. And it's just a great way to always learn and improve your life by learning from others who have been through this journey themselves. So, thank you so much for your time. The last question I asked every artist on the podcast is, "What is Anna doing to raise the vibration in 2021?" <laughs> the main thing. I have to say food. Food yeah. food is everything. Food can uh, can know food affects the way you are, the way you behave, the way you think. 
a lot of self-judgment, uh, you know, self-judgment, lack of confidence is because of the food you eat. So please try eating 15 days of very clean food, less yeah. food, and you see what happens. It's, it's mm. crazy, Mike. It's crazy. Uh, much of the... I'm going to give an example. I did an energy healing course, energy healing training for three, uh, six months with Alberto Villod. He's a famous shaman. So he, has a, he has a lot of bookings. And he teaches before you get a session with someone, they have to go through a 10 days diet. Because most, much of the problem they are experiencing, the, the, the restlessness and the worriedness are going to go away. And they're yeah. going to come to you with the really like with the thing that you have to help them because so food i i won't say anything else just food and gratitude yeah. food yeah awesome for, for me anna um i haven't had any not a single piece of processed sugar since the new year and it's been such i, I feel so different from it it's something exactly. that i yeah yeah it's i've been um, i've been eating very very clean you know, I don't not cooking much the food, more like steamed, and yeah, I I can't even explain the 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 what I feel is so much more love. The like it's like the word is more, it's more I don't know, it's more sparkling. Yeah, you have yeah. You, you, it's difficult to believe, and I don't, under, I don't understand why the government or the people in power don't put so much effort into into. I don't know, advertising this to people. They are advertising totally. bad foods. They are advertising medicine, uh, you know, these this drugs, yeah. these drugs. Pharmaceutical, yeah. But they don't yeah. advertise food because they know if you uh, if you have a very clean diet and eat proper foods, you're going to be in your power. You're going to be strong and yeah. you're going to think for yourself and then they won't be in control anymore because yeah. it's this powerful. It's food. I, don't, I won't even say meditation. I'm going to say food. Clean Amazing. food, clean food, less food, and organic food. That's it. Yeah. Amazing. Anna, thank you so much for your time today. I'm really glad thank we got you, to make Mike. the podcast happen. And it's, I love, can't wait to see you in Australia again. I don't know when this will be because well, we're, it, still looks, it still looks like we have quarantine until the middle of next year now. What? It's two weeks quarantine. No yeah, way. Yeah. 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 yeah well, yeah, yeah. I, I have March. Supposed to be yeah. in there, but let's see what's gonna happen. We never, we never know. We yeah. cannot make plans such an advance yeah. anymore, and this is good. But yeah. we don't, we don't know. Yeah. Okay, Anna. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank I you, Mike. Can't wait to see you soon, Bye. and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Ciao. Bye.